is a very, very special edition of the best of Armstrong and Getty. This is our 20th anniversary today. It was actually 20 years ago today that we started this. And uh, remember that we've told this story many times. We got one phone call the first hour, and our board operator said, that's the most phone calls we've ever gotten. You know what? Honestly, <laughs> I think it was two. So we have a 100% discrepancy in our memories because there were so few. Oh, we thought it was a disaster, and it turned out to be a triumph. Triumph. <laughs> anyway, so this hour we've got clips of the last 20 years, including Marshall's dating game. I don't even remember this, but Michael says it's hilarious, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and the infamous Doug Steffen interchange. You've heard about it. It's grown in legend. If you haven't heard it before, you will this hour. Jack Carney fight? I don't recall fighting a Carney. Oh, yeah. I think that's the sort of thing you'd remember. You were semi-pro for a while. <laughs> Semi-pro Carney fighter. It's all to come on the best of 20th anniversary Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty show. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. There has been a celebrity death before we get to finding love for Marshall. It's the great circle of life that uh, Elton John sang about so beautifully during the Lion King cartoon. <laughs> I can only assume it's Betty White. Uh, no, it is not Betty White. Uh, but thank you for bringing that up. Ladies and gentlemen, This, you know what? This actually, right in my ticker. Uh-oh. Uncle Vernon has passed away mm-hmm. from the Harry Potter movies. Richard Griffiths, who Jack will mock... But uh, any Harry Potter fan loves slash hates uh, Uncle Vernon. And he's also a gifted uh, Tony Award-winning actor, one of the great uh, stage actors of our time. He's dead as a hammer, and he was an enormous fat guy uh, at age 65 after Whoa. complications from heart surgery. Hmm. Uncle Vernon. Good thing they made the last one already. <laughs> he will be missed. Was he in Gryffindor? Was what? he a muggle? He was a muggle, oh, okay. as a matter of fact. Yes, thank you for asking. And he was uh, cruel and sadistic and uh, obese, as a matter of fact. Celebrity death of a celebrity I uh, wouldn't have known if he'd sat on me. Well, <laughs> and if, you, if you had, you'd never forget it. By the way, we got one, one text on our last segment, which I won't repeat, but that made Ow My Balls sound like meet the press. You know, you're right, and I tell you, it means something. If you haven't seen Idiocracy, the movie about what the America will be like in the future... Watch it this weekend. It's unbelievable. And it, it's it's happening. Idiocracy was underwritten. They went too subtle. Well, well, enough outrage and enough death. Let's go with love. It's time for an Armstrong and Getty. What are you calling this? Love connection Duh. dating game. Here it goes. Thanks. Love might just be a phone call away. Oh, you got the low voice guy to do this. It's Armstrong and Getty, cool. the radio matchmakers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, this music is great. Oh. And so first we meet our bachelor. He's a good-looking, fun news anchor from the Armstrong and Getty Show. Please welcome Marshall Phillips. Woo! How you yeah. doing, everybody? How you doing? I'm really pleased to be here. He's a good-looking, fun news anchor. Who wrote that? Hey. <laughs> He'll be trying to get a date with a lovely 40-year-old woman. The age? Why? You don't who put the age this? of any yeah. woman ever. Oh, that's who was terrible. In, who was engaged twice but never took the plunge and just really digs Marshall style. Let's welcome Kristen. Hello, Kristen. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, Marshall. Uh, would you like to uh, greet the lovely Kristen? Hi, Kristen. It's the first time I've heard your voice, but I'll tell you the uh, photos that uh, you sent us are uh, tray chic. They're beautiful. Especially oh, the thank one, you. Especially the one with you and the horse. Does the horse have a name? Sundown. Sundance. Yeah, All right. Nice. 
Well, well, I'd like to compliment Kristen on not being a Kirsten because they tend to be annoying. So this is Kristen. So you you have in common that both of you have been engaged twice but didn't get married, it would sound like to me. Correct? Yes. Actually, mine was two or three weeks before before the wedding. Whoa. So we had a little, a little um, incident, and I did not take the plunge. Was it an incident on your part or on his part? Well, I can tell you that. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Is he you buried at- somewhere? Is the other question. <laughs> I was going to say, is he still with us? <laughs> Actually, I um, we had moved in together, and we were you know trying it out, and we, everything was going great. We had deposits. My mom made my veil and everything. And then one night, he took me by the hand, led me into the bathroom, uh-huh. and informed me that I had loaded the toilet paper wrong. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Actually, to load toilet paper. I didn't know this, right? Uh, I was, you know, okay. in wow. love and things, and uh, I loaded it under instead of over, okay. and I said, this isn't going to work. Yeah, you couldn't go to therapy to get that wow, to work wow, out? Wow, 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 wow. So, so you ended it yes. over his request that you uh, uh, go over? Well, no, it's, um, it's the fact that he brought it that nit to yeah. me. Yeah, it's it the t- time and paper. place. It's, a, it's a, you know, that seems like the thing to me. <laughs> Or wow. maybe, he yeah. was, maybe he was looking yeah. for a way out. I'm sorry, this toilet That's paper's a deal buster. <laughs> I'm, I'm, th- yeah. I'm thinking we have a uh, a camel spinal issue and an amount of straw thing here uh, more than the uh, oh right you know, the the actual and, incident. And so you said you were living with him briefly. Yes. So Marshall needs to be aware that you are. This is not an unsullied woman we're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I live alone now. I have a Yorkie. Thank so. you, uh, Yorkie. Okay, that answers one question. <laughs> the Yorkie has spoken. Okay. Well, I'm not an unsullied man, so we're on even, <laughs> even ground. All right. So <laughs> welcome to our strong and Getty's sullied love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's have uh, we now the questioning begins, even though it's already begun. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Marshall has some questions. Marshall, you've just been handed a list of questions by the morons who work on the show. You can use or not use any of these questions. All right. uh, Prepared by Dominic and Vincent. Uh, Thank you, I think. All right. This first one's not bad. Uh, Kristen, describe your perfect date. It would be dinner um, and probably just maybe dancing later. Dinner and dancing. Dancing. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, would it have to be Here's an expensive dinner? Here's where I would dinner? bid you a fun adieu. <laughs> Good luck, Marshall. All right, uh, Kristen, if I were an ice cream, what flavor no, would I... No, don't use that. No, don't ask that no, question. seriously, uh, don't, don't use that one. Don't use that not. question. Uh, That's, what are we, the Kardashian show here? That's a stupid here? question. Yeah, that, is, uh, that is impolite. I'll tell you what, <laughs> Kristen, you had a couple questions for me. Why don't you fire off with one of them? Okay, well... Um, I like to do like the psychological kind of evaluation. So, Uh-oh. if you had to have one thing, either had to lose the use of your right arm, oh. or lose your right testicle. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> what do I need my right testicle for? <laughs> Did I fall asleep and wake up during Dominic asked a question? That's what my, the hell do I need my right testicle for? That's ever? my choice. I'll tell you what, it'd be my right testicle yeah, because no I kidding. need my arm. Well, <laughs> you can get a nudicle. <laughs> God. Wow. Okay, well, you certainly trumped my question that I didn't ask. Okay. Uh, let, here's, a, here's the next one. If your personality was an animal, what kind of animal would it be and how would I tame you? Ooh, Ooh, I like that be a honey badger. Honey, uh, honey badger. <laughs> honey badger don't care. One of the guys no. in the newsroom is a honey badger. His nickname is Honey Badger. Ah, what a what a choice. All right, how would I tame you? 
flowers, stuffed animals. And more dancing. And more <laughs> flowers and stuffed animals. Um, you know, things like that. Why, why do you say honey badger? That's a funny, funny line no if you're kidding. an internet hipster. But uh, Well, honey badger is, of course, the apprentice. They want, uh, I think uh, Corolla wanted to do honey badger because honey badger, uh, people probably know this, but the only animal in the world that kills for sport. Oh, Okay. So wow. Be the prey. Wow. How do you, you feel know? about being in a shallow grave, Marshall? <laughs> Trying to hook up Marshall Phillips with Dorothy Puente on the phone. No kidding. <laughs> All right, uh, Kirsten. If you were going to be dating a celebrity besides myself, who would you yeah. choose and why? Oh boy. I look a lot um, like Harrison Ford. Very oh, similar. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You know what? This is going to sound really weird. Okay. I would go with Brett Michaels. Wow. Really? Of Poison. Wow. <laughs> the, the great because rock hero. Currently? Or? Yeah, because he's, he's I think what he puts on is a persona, and I've met him a couple times just oh. briefly uh-huh. yeah, through, through charity work, and he just is a really, charity really nice work. guy. Oh, and he's, he's, a, he's a good-looking fellow. Yeah. So, but the you're, Super Bowl in 2009. Are you into the hair uh, hair rock thing? Is there, Are you a uh, no, hair band no, just you know, does White Snake rock your world? Stuff, you look past it. I mean, he's you know, he's I look you know to the person. Oh, good. All right, that'll help us meet me. He's much more humble <laughs> since he was concussed on yeah. the uh, stage mm-hmm. of the. Uh, hey, do you have that car? Do you have that car question? I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear the answer. Oh yeah, that was that was coming up next. Hey, if you could have any car you wanted, which car would you choose? And would it be practical or would it be flashy? Uh, it might be practical. Actually, I like the Nissan Ultimas. Nissan Ultimus, okay, but not yeah. a not a white paneled van. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> With a shovel and a bag and some plastic bags. I want you to meet the honey badger. Weren't you driving a Nissan yourself there? Yeah, so I was. Yeah, was it in 1991? Indeed, I was. <laughs> it's a fine Japanese name. It was name a classic place. automobile, sir. <laughs> All right, you guys into vintage automobiles. <laughs> All right, I say it's the freestyle question yeah. round. We got about one more minute. Uh, 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 Kristen, <laughs> ladies first. Go ahead. One final question. Okay, if we were at a bar, we were drinking, and some bartender stiffed my drink and hardly gave me anything. Would you step in for me, or would you let me handle it? Wow! Now there's there there mm. there is a Marshall. I think Marshall just fell in love. Her real concern is that she's getting her drink <laughs> a little light. They poured it a little light. Hey, you call that a drink? <laughs> you know something? I've been in this situation before, and if you're a honey badger, you're going to go over the bar at the bartender. <laughs> if you need backup, I'm there for you. Oh, shivery! Oh yeah, indeed, yeah, indeed. All right, now I'm going to ask you probably the most important question I have personally of all. And there's many layers to this question. Oh, my. So when you hear it, this is going to be very important from the moment you hear it to your answer, all right? Okay. What's your sign? Oh, oh. Libra. Damn hippies. Libra. <laughs> all right. Very good. That is an excellent choice. And the reason <laughs> I, I asked that for a lot of reasons, because mm-hmm. if she had mocked, if she had mocked, as you fellows did, mm-hmm. then that would be a deal breaker. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. Vince, press in on either side of Marshall's head and see how far it compresses. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Wow, okay, so uh, what happens now? Yeah, how's this thing it's end? It's time to I see at the bottom and of the we page. We should be wrapping it's it up. It's time to see if we made a match. <laughs> and then how do we determine that? I don't know. If you guys want to go out? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, with two wow. girls. Yay! This is, this is, this is, this is enthusiastic. <laughs> 
Yay. I said no. That was a, you know, she answered as a, Bring it. not as quickly as perhaps you were. Right, well, perhaps Dominic will actually give me your phone number now since I've been asking for it for about two weeks. Oh, yeah, you have my permission. All right. Uh, Thanks honey for playing badger the game. Riding on a horse. Yeah, Kristen, uh, you're delightful. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. coming. Oh, yeah. You're, you're really, uh, you know. So now that she's gone, Marshall. Yeah, um, uh, you, you are planning to get a, a hold of her. Oh, yeah. No, I've already got the first date uh, planned out. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I've already got it planned out. The, the honey badger kills for sports? <laughs> <laughs> and she wants to go dancing? <laughs> well, I'm there's a honey gang, gang of the honey badger. <laughs> and she doesn't mind if you have one testicle? Apparently <laughs> not. What's the difference? <laughs> the aesthetics are incredibly realistic yeah. these days. Uh, Let's see if we've hooked up another staff member on the staff member dating. Game. Yeah, you'll hear the results a lot sooner than you hear the results from Patches, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. oh yeah. You're dealing with Marshall, a real man exactly. there. He got a gas pedal. He knows how to mm-hmm. use it. Full steam ahead. I'll huh? get you for that, Marshall. <laughs> this is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Alert, a listener of the Armstrong and Getty Show, and apparently a listener of the Doug Steffen Show. Doug Steffen's good day. Um, 300 stations nationwide. Notice that a call that they heard on the Doug Steffen Show sounded a lot like a, the call they heard on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Actually, Dave, the listener, recognized several. Here's how it sounded on Doug Steffen's show. David's in Arizona listening to Good Day. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I, you definitely got me riled up. On- okay, so and uh, like two days earlier, I was on our show. Greg in Sacto. Greg, welcome. Talk to us. Hey guys, uh, yeah, I, you definitely got me riled up on this one. This is- <laughs> so that's there's several of those also. So we're trying to figure out what's going on, and now we can go right to the source. Like to welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show the host of Good Day, Doug Steffen's Good Day, Doug Steffen. Hello, Doug. I've got my hands up. I'm <laughs> under arrest. You got me. You're going to try to make light of this, are you? Well, because we know, are we are mortally mortally aggrieved, right, or at least we're pretending to be. Yeah. So so explain yeah. what's going on here. All right, so here's how this all works. And uh, as we are all on the same team, in a sense, you know, there are, uh, if, we're, if we count the good jobs around, there are a couple of hundred good jobs. You guys are fortunate to have a good job. I'm fortunate to have a good job. Uh, we know how much we put into what goes on the air. I'm on the air. How does this get to you today. stealing from us? There's a big lead, lead <laughs> up you, to you stealing from us. Listen, boys, I called because I wanted to have some, uh, I wanted to out it. I wanted to straighten it out. I wanted to talk about it. But okay. you got to give me a chance. Don't play the same game with me that we all play with each other, all right? Um, um, and, um, and I'm not, not how about, real crazy about your tone. Yeah, how about we jump to the answer to the question? How did well, this, how did this happen, it, it, and what's the point? It's not a tone. I haven't finished the sentence yet, so let me get to the sentence, okay? What happened, at, as I listened to what you just said, because I hadn't heard it before, a couple of email came in from listeners, and one of the guys that produces the program said, you ought to hear this or you ought to know about this. So I nosed around, and what happened is certainly exactly what you've said happened is what happened. Um, we have a number of different sources. The Countdown Show, which airs for two hours on KNEW and not on the station you're on in Sacramento, is a review of what's going on in the world of news talk political radio. And as such, we take cuts from various political or news talk uh, programs. And but you don't on. present them as if they're yeah. cuts from other shows? Just, just No, I haven't, but there's two different shows we're talking about here. What you're talking about was something that was lifted and used on the Good Day show, and we did it incorrectly. We should not have used what we used from you in that context, what was supposed to be there. We have a listener call-in line where people can call in during the day 
and they can react to things that we say on the program if they can't call. And you present those as if they're live, which yes, I understand you that. You know, yes. actually, if you if you had called in and said, you know what I do? I'm lazy, so <laughs> I take calls from other shows and I pretend they're mine, I would have no problem with that. No, it's just I this just, long, just, complicated explanation seems stranger to me than that. Well, but I want to tell you, what you know what it takes to produce some of these programs. Yeah, and we throw out the case, phone number, people call, and we talk to them. That's great. Right. That's really effortless. That's not the way the countdown works. The countdown, we listen to 45 or 50 stations around the country, right. monitor nope. what they do, take the input from hosts and some of the callers, right. put it on. Now, in t- this case, we took a story that was supposed to be in the countdown, put it on Good Day, and instead of a call coming from the call-in line, we used your call, and I think we've probably done that before, not knowing it. And in this case, this listener is British. Well, somebody knows it. Maybe you don't know it, but somebody knows that they're lifting phone calls from other shows and that... that well, now, let me, not, let me see if I can clarify something. We are listening so, calls for the countdown show. Was, yes, we are. Was, so That's was true. your understanding that this, this call was from the countdown show... My repurposed it for the Good Day show? No, my understanding was that we had calls. I don't remember each. I don't listen to each of the calls per se as carefully. I put them on the air in the countdown. What went on on the Good Day show was taking a story that was similar to something we covered on the countdown and put it on the air in the Good Day show using a caller that came from another source or we thought we were. In fact, we were using a caller that came from your program incorrectly. I, I got so, a question for you, uh, I, yeah. and I'll hand you a little plausible deniability. So, because I know uh, I know something about you and your career, and you're a very busy guy. So, your guys who prepare your show, when they get quote clips and stories from other talk shows during the countdown, do they credit them uh, during the countdown? Yeah. The shows are credited themselves. Most of the calls that you'll hear on the countdown are live calls. If they are a call that comes from a particular station, yeah. um, I honestly, if we put it together with the host, yes. If we don't, then no is the answer. That's that. an interesting way to craft a show. I mean, you know, yeah, it's just an interesting well, it's way an to craft a show. show. As you know, there's nothing else that's like it, and it's aimed at helping support stations like the ones you're on and ours when they don't do live programming. You know, hey, hey Doug, Doug, yeah. you've been around. You ever heard the expression, don't BS a BSer? I have heard that expression. Yeah, well, it's good advice. And seriously, I don't care. I just think it's damned interesting. Well, I've yeah, never, I've never heard I, of anybody doing that before. I think it's kind of interesting that we can take something like this, as I said, we're on some, we're on some of the same stations. <laughs> I didn't have to call in and tell you what went on. You could continue to do what it is that you're doing, right. but I didn't feel that we really, you know, as colleagues, ought to have something go on that really was out of context. Or if, in fact, that I was wrong or my guys were wrong, I'll take it. I'll take credit for it because it has my name on it. So I was wrong. We were wrong. And that's what I'm saying. So if you All guys... Right. Don't want to accept that. That's up to you. No, I accept it. I just think dog, it's interesting. Dog, dog, No, that's fine. Manfully said, we accept it. Okay. All right. That's good. Excellent. So what else can we talk about that's enjoyable? Well, I'm sure you have work to do on your Massachusetts dairy farm, because that's, that your, that's your other gig, right? It is my other gig. You have a dairy farm? Right. We shot, they shot a cow at the California State Fair yesterday. No, what kind a of pregnant, cow was? A pregnant cow got loose and was running around, and the only way they could figure out how to handle it for some reason was they shot it dead. A policeman shot it 11 times, pregnant. As uh, a dairy uh, farmer, what do you think of that? 
I think it's outrageous. There's plenty of ways of stopping a cow. I know! You get a 12-year-old farm kid could have taken care of you know what it. You know what it speaks to? It speaks to the overreaction, and I, I say this because we all have times when we overreact to things in life, but these guys These guys are professionals, and then they don't oh, seem God. to have any common sense. All right, right. yeah, well, we're, we're, we're out of time. Right, Doug, feel free to use this segment, me, too. and I apologize, right. and I appreciate coming on your program to talk about it. Well, thanks it. for calling. That was Doug, manly best of you. Wishes, Good luck, Doug. Guys. Thank you. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. county fair keep the song going michael we're at the county fair and uh, henry had one thing he wanted to do at the county fair mm. ride ponies oh we didn't yeah. know if they were going to have a pony ride but he was and we'd never told him there might be a pony ride but he was dead set on a pony ride word had gotten around there was a pony ride he got to ride in the pony and in the ferris wheel right next to the pony ride they were blasting this song which is henry and sam's favorite song so they were riding ponies oh singing this song, and they were the two happiest little kids you ever saw in your life. It's like heaven. Oh, they were actually just singing and bopped their head back and forth, riding around on their ponies. They were so happy. <laughs> You're never that happy as an adult as they were right then. Ever, under any circumstances. Maybe at the moment of orgasm. Maybe, but, uh, for that half second. It's a different sort of happy. And then and then what happened? And by Jack? the way, after you get off the ponies, you don't feel ashamed. <laughs> and then what happened, Jack? You said you challenged the carney to a fight? No, I didn't. I didn't say I want to fight you after the fair. Um, I didn't challenge a carney to a fight. But that's just a pony ride thing. It was. Um, it was. It was. We were there at the very beginning before it had opened up yet, and we're waiting around and didn't know exactly what was going. We we're first in line, and then all of a sudden, some guy grabs my two and a half year old kid, just bent over the, grabbed him, set him on a horse, and kind of the horse took off. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow this down, dude. Let go of my kid. What are we doing? Are we open? What happens now? How about letting me know what happens now? Just grabbed my kid and off they went. And the horses had been out of control. My wife wow, and I without are, a word. Without a word. My wife and I were watching this, and uh, two of the ponies got into it. We're kicking each other and rearing up, and we're like, whoa, do they have these horses under control? They're ponies, but... Yeah. Do they have their animals under control? I mean, because you know you don't want you don't want that. You don't want them rearing up and biting each other and kicking while your kids, your little kids, riding ponies. No. And so we watched for a while, and they got one of the ponies out of there or whatever. But like seconds later, as we're deciding, should we even do this or not? Nobody speaks English, by the way. There's no English being spoken, so I have no idea what's going on. Of course not. Guy reaches over, grabs my two and a half year old, sets him on the pony, off goes the pony, like runs off. I'm like, well, hey, whoa, stop! What's happening here? Somebody tell me how this works. Does my kid get on the pony now? Do I get to walk with him? I got some questions. He yeah. don't just grab my kid and throw him on the horse. And I was really pissed off. Really wow. pissed off. Because they had just, the horses had just been out of control like five seconds earlier. Wow. Are you sure they weren't zonkies? They might have been zonkies. <laughs> they might have been painted zonkies. <laughs> but of course, because nobody spoke English, I couldn't have a conversation with anybody. So you couldn't have harsh words with anybody. Oh, everybody there knew they were harsh words. They just oh, didn't know what the sure. words were. Well, exactly. It's and and wow, how odd. Yeah. I was... So since you couldn't communicate, you couldn't get into a bitter argument. <laughs> well, one guy kind of apologized to me in English, although I don't think he, you know, I don't know, he didn't care. But which is fine. But I just, you know, I I'm not somebody who trusts carnival workers to just. I'm sure they've got it all under control. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Jack? <laughs> 
especially sure the when I just, especially when I just, I was watching when these ponies were 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 factually fighting each other. Well, thanks. There goes my carny babysitting service. I was going to start in the off season <laughs> to give the carnies a little work during the winter time and help people out with their child care. <laughs> What are, they, what are they supposed to do during the non-carnival season? Well, yeah, so exactly. So I've started Joe's Carney Joe's, Child Care. <laughs> exactly. Rent a Carney Child Care. Our logo is very festive. Ferris wheel. We went to the next ride in the nice Carney. Nicest Carney I've ever been around. He said, "Would you, do you want me to buckle your kids into the ride or would you like to do it? I'll do it. I want you to go over and train the other guy how to do his job. Right. He's <laughs> just grabbing kids out of the crowd and throwing them on the back of zonkeys. <laughs> Wild zonkeys. <laughs> Which is not... Safe. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I did, I did, did these ponies that. Nah, probably won't go there. I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, but boy. Uh, the, the, these ponies, I don't know how they treat them, but they weren't particularly happy. They all had their ears back, wild-eyed, all of them. I yeah. just think they're scared, beaten into submission. I and, was gonna, uh, I was gonna go there, but I decided not to. But uh, it's your pony story. Yeah. Ponies, anyway. zonkeys, whatever they were. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm so <laughs> amused by that. Was the carny a brony? <laughs> and I was oh, I was boy. quite off for a couple seconds. Okay, I'm walking. Now I'm walking. I'm inside. Okay, I got it slowed down. I got it stopped. Find out what's going on. Yeah. I'm walking inside with the kid, which I allowed you to do next to. Sam was okay by himself, but Henry's too tiny to sit oh, there by sure. himself. Come on now. And uh, and everything's calmed down. I, uh, quickly, this is for them. This is about them. This is their special pony moment. I'm not here to ruin the special pony moment. <laughs> I'm on with the smile. Everything's going pretty soon. The song comes on. They're bopping their head. They're singing the song. Couldn't have gone better. There you go. And I didn't get dragged off with the, by the police for fighting a carny. If you'd beaten a <laughs> carny down, it would be a different sort of memory for the boys, no doubt. I'm guessing eight. Every time they see a pony, they start to cry. <laughs> I'm guessing a fight uh, between me and eight, eight Mexican cowboys <laughs> wouldn't have been good for me. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have ended badly. And the language barrier and everything else. Sure. Um, do you know what I couldn't tell if they were threatening to kill me or offering me a delicious quesadilla. Do you know what the human head is worth? <laughs> Dead or alive. Depends uh, on the head, right? Well, like, unattached I, to the body. Yeah, Einstein's would probably be worth a little bit more than, you know, a carny. So we're, we're talking about a typical noggin. Well, according, not particularly notable. According to this court, it'd be about a million dollars. Macy's decapitated somebody at one of their factories. And a million dollars went to the uh, dude that lost his head. It was in the... Uh, What's he going to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> How is he I doing? I assume it's his wife. This is not a place for jokes. So they so they <laughs> sewed it right back on, did they? Um, He got caught up in the cardboard bailing equipment. Mm, golly, that sounds bad. I don't even know what cardboard bailing equipment is. It's, it's essentially a giant kind of trash compactor that just compresses all the boxes in the cardboard, and they just bind oh. it, and they bail it down into easily right. kind of movable things. Yeah. But it's, it's essentially just a, a very large trash compactor. Yeah, I've That was seen the those. best part of my job at McDade Catalog House in the Chicago suburbs when I was a teenager. Hourly wage, minimum worker, wore a vest. Anyway, the best part of my job was throwing stuff in the trash compactor. I'd stand there and watch. I think you're supposed to just throw it in and go back to work, but, man, I'd watch stuff getting squashed. I love that. I'm glad you never got your head caught in there. Me too. Be worth about a million dollars. My head's not worth that much. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me, it only works part of the time. So this is Frank Sinatra, Ain't That a Kick in the Head? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
The big story is the Mavericks beat the Heat. That was... Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron James said that uh, last night's uh, loss in the NBA Finals feels like, quote, a personal failure. That's what he said. Yeah. Then, then someone explained to LeBron that it is a personal failure. Uh, where's the rest of that joke? That's a good point, though. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a personal failure because it was a personal failure. Yeah, it's substantially that's, yours. That's yeah. why it feels that way. Yeah. From the text line, your mockery of John King leaves me rolling on the floor with tears of laughter. Thank you. Of course, we also got this text. Y'all, y'all are being a-holes on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are being a-holes on purpose. Somebody said John King sounded like Beavis laughing. He did. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was doing. He was just laughing at everything. Go ahead and put them out there. And I, Mr. President. And can we all agree that while I was technically wrong, Tom Tancredo was not there. You were Rick reviewing. Santorum. You reviewed a handful of people that didn't participate in the debate. They were playing. It was Rick Santorum playing the role of Tom Tancredo. You were pleased with Gary Williams' performance and <laughs> oh, Tom Tancredo's performance. He was very good. And then there was uh, Haley Barber, I thought, just <laughs> absolutely killed it, as right. did Governor Rick Perry. Sure, they were all good. Yeah. By the way, Governor Rick Perry, who's probably going to run for president, he's a governor of uh, Texas. Yes. 37% of all jobs that have been created since the recession started have been in Texas. Wow. 37%. Holy and he cow. is going to, you are going to know that figure inside and out. He's going to hang that around everybody's head. He's going to come to everybody's home personally wow. and explain that to them. Mention it. <laughs> when he's running for president. That's a pretty powerful thing to say. Wow. Wow. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. He may be the guy. And he looks like a president. He's got that whole Mitt Romney square head hair thing going. Can we decide right now, for the record, anybody who says, yeah, the last time we had a governor from Texas, I didn't... Oh, boy. Can we just agree to hate that person, whoever says that, as often as they say it? They're staging gladiator fights in Mexico, honest to God. That story coming up for you later on the Armstrong and Getty Show. But first this, Jack has berated me many times through the years for uh, playing the lottery. I'll buy a lottery ticket now and again. It's a dollar's worth of silly fantasy. That's right. I'm here to announce I won the lottery. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know you didn't. See? Because right. you wouldn't be here. That's right. That sentence would never pass my lips. I'm here to tell you I won the lottery. That's it's like jumbo shrimp. It's it's an impossibility. Right. Uh, but I've also said many times through the years I won the wife lottery. Uh Mary and Judy was just such a 100% great idea, and the execution of it's been pretty well, too, through the years. And I mention it because uh, today is our 25th anniversary, quarter century of marriage to the sweet Judith Humiston of uh, Western Springs, Illinois. Is that silver? I don't know. I'm not good at that sort of thing. Thanks silver? So. I think it's silver. Silver anniversary. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess I'll be going out and buying some silverware Absolute. on the way home today. Silverware? Sure. <laughs> you gotta get... What? No. <laughs> wrong maybe well i'd include like the 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 the, uh, the little uh, gravy thing i got you some stuff to cook with some, uh, <laughs> some serving dishes uh but uh you know i the the fact that i'm crazy about her and love her and and, and she's my best friend and drinking buddy and lover and the rest of it i mean i just i'm the luckiest guy in the world so happy anniversary sweetheart and we're going out to dinner tonight gonna eat some cow and uh going up we're doing a little celebration just because Life has not aligned terribly well for like a big to do, like a trip or whatever. 
they got a kid heading to college and then which is I don't know if you've read the papers a fairly expensive prospect these days and uh, and we got a bunch of things going on so we're going to go for a nice little uh, trip to Mendocino for a couple of days and and hang uh, out Mendocino but, and we're we're thinking when things settle down a little bit maybe we'll do something nuts but our 20th we went to the Virgin Islands which was spectacular That's when you fell down right Oh that's when I tumbled down the stairs of a sailboat mm-hmm. yes um and 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 almost died uh, authorities believe alcohol was involved and probably saved my life, actually, because it was less tumbling downstairs than like a cartoon character who, like, uh, you know, assumes the form of the stairs. And <laughs> right. Kind of like a slinky. <laughs> so that that saved me. But uh, anyway, uh, happy anniversary, honey. I mean, we could go on for a while about marriage and life and successful marriages or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know. It's our thing. It's La Cosa Nostra. It's our thing. What's I mean? won't trot it out. I don't want to. I don't want to belabor it on the air. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you people about it because you're weird and you frighten me. <laughs> Not in the room, in the audience. So, you know what? I will give you this piece of advice. I mean, you brought it up, so I w- <laughs> As Tom Tancredo said last night in the debate, now I will. I will bring this up. Picking is important. Very important. A lot of luck involved. And you're crazy and his crazy. Or you're crazy and her crazy. If they match up, then you're you're lucky. You're fortunate. If your quirks match her most patient areas. Mm. And, uh, I mean. As opposed to that being a hot button. Right. I mean, if, if my. I think a-holishness is the word I'm looking for happens to match up with her greatest reserve of patience and understanding. That helps. And you work toward that, too. I mean, there are things that used to drive me mazo about my wife, and still I have to grit my teeth. But you work on these things, and you understand, all right, she's it's a key and a lock thing. Well, and that, and I tell you what, it's all about putting yourself, putting your own interest and needs behind your partners but it only works if you both do it if only one of you does it one of you ends up being used and exploited and 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 frustrated and it doesn't work so try not to be too crazy try not to be too selfish is my only advice to you and those of you who've been married 45 years thinking you weasel you have no idea what you're talking about to you you have my admiration and uh and respect well, maybe they're married for 45 years, but miserable. There's always that option. Might hate each other. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Every day they got up determined not to pick up Hoping that gun. Hoping the other one dies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot him today. Just today. Hence the term all is fair in love and war, right? That the uh, What you were just talking about. Yeah. Because if one of you decides to change the rules, it doesn't matter how much the other one of you wants the rules to be a certain way. Oh, right. Oh, right. And, I mean, there's... And there are limits. If 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 I decide, listen, I love her. We've got kids. We need to stay together. And and she like starts stabbing me or starts completely ignoring what I need. I think that latter uh, is a better example than if she starts stabbing you. Well, I wanted to start with something stupid people could understand and and work toward the subtleties. I mean, if 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 one of you starts, don't ex- stay with somebody who stabs you. <laughs> That's our advice. You know, people do sometimes. Speaking of crazy, <laughs> that's but, true. Yeah, 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, you got to put yourself second, but you both have to do it, which is like the one the sound of one hand clapping. You know, it's kind of difficult to to imagine. But anyway, lucky, lucky guy, lucky, lucky, and a lover of consummate skill, which is not hurt a bit. <laughs> I mean, just a virtuoso. So there's been that. How about Michelle Bachman last night? Speaking of marriage, she's married sure. married thirty years or something like that. Five kids. How old is she? I don't know. Five kids of her own. Did he and keep her in formaldehyde for 15 years? Because she's young looking. 53? I think she had a birthday recently. Really? Five kids. You said she's, she's birthed five kids mm-hmm. and raised them. And 24 foster children? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She really... I, I remember when she first came up, the lamestream media... Actually, that's an appropriate term in this case. Really tried to brand her as, as stupid, as a stupid, way out there lunatic. Well, she's definitely not stupid. No, but I remember, I remember almost falling for that picture of just somebody who said crazy stuff, and you know, by the standards of a John King, uh, 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 I guess she did say some stuff, you know, that he would disagree with strongly. But they really tried to brand brand her as a dope. But when they were going around, they were introducing themselves at the beginning. It was kind of a establish yourself as a good family person was part of your introduction. Oh, and so she had the I've born five kids and t- raised 24 foster kids, which is pretty tough to beat. Mitt's got 16 grandchildren. Wow. How old is he? 16 grandkids? What do you look like? You're 50. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. All I can think as I hear this is poor Newt. Poor Newt. Poor Newt. I've had... <laughs> Six happy marriages. I love family. <laughs> I have a half dozen marriages. I cheated on every single one of them. And I have a $500,000 revolving Tiffany's account to try to keep this one happy. I have six illegitimate children. <laughs> I have a happy, devoted wife and a happy, devoted girlfriend at the present. Several of my children I'm allowed to see. <laughs> and, uh, and of those, most of them are willing to see me. <laughs> It makes it tough. Yeah. Well, it's hard to it's hard to play the trump card on the I've I've had I've birthed five kids and raised twenty four foster kids. Holy crap! Well, she played the V card, which That's is right. it's tough to trump because fella because Mitt can be the greatest family well, guy I, in the world, uh, but he's not going to birth any children. I uh, I was I was there. I held her hand. Uh, yeah. That's that's a very which good is point. all you can do. Right. All you can do is all you can do. Well, maybe you didn't try hard enough. 